remember back when I was 21, single, and newly Catholic, I was very passionate about the faith and felt a very unique calling to minister to pastors about Catholicism. One of these that I reached out to, his name is Kyle Eidelman. Maybe you've heard of him. He's the pastor at one of the largest megachurches in the United States, or at least used to be one of the largest, uh, down in Kentucky. And I actually traveled down there after reading his book, Not a Fan, where he focused on John chapter 6, talking about how all of these people walked away from Jesus, and um, he basically said to his apostles, are you going to leave too? And they said, well, where else will we go? So he, the whole book is focused around how so many people left and they were not a fan and how if we are a fan of Jesus, then we have to adhere to his words. We have to listen to him and, you know, we have to follow him in, it, in his entirety. And I remember reading that and just thinking how close he was. And I actually, I had called and I met with him after the service uh, to, and I gave him the youth catechism actually in this conversation. But we talked about how it's like the, the body and blood is real. The word that they use there for eat is not. And all of these different pieces about the Eucharist and how that was why so many people left because what he was saying was just so foreign and and so extreme how could we eat your flesh and blood when really Jesus spells it out very clearly there, right? Um, and so so that was really a really big thing that I did. I remember reaching out to another, um, the local mega church, Kalamazoo Valley Family Church. Um, I, I attended there when I was in middle school, high school, went to their youth group. And so the pastors there I had um, reached out to and basically asked about it because I knew that they were fallen away Catholics. And I asked her a couple questions about that, and she responded and said something along the lines of, that's so interesting that you think of me as a fallen away Catholic because I think of myself as a born-again believer. And that really stuck with me just because it was like, well, sure, I mean, I'm born again in Christ also, but I'm also very Catholic, and, you know, there are different aspects. And in St. Thomas Aquinas's Lenten Meditations today, he does say that each individual must seek to be born again through Christ and to receive those other things in which the power of death of Christ works. So basically, yes, we're, we are to seek to be born again believers of Christ. Obviously, St. Thomas Aquinas was also Catholic. and But this born again believer in the Protestant world I believe goes more into the once saved, always saved, the sola, the five solas, right? What is it? Sola, like faith alone. We're saved by faith alone, through grace alone, through whatever. I don't know, the five solas. It's been a while and I didn't think I was going to go there today. Um, so I did not look at that. But as it is, um, this whole idea that, that, his from Christ's conception, St. Thomas Aquinas says, it's from his conception that he merited our salvation. And I just think that it's really powerful to think about that in that it's from his conception. It's from the moment of his birth. Everything else that 
was intended for him in his life was going to fall into place. And therefore, that that's why the church teaches, right, that there's kind of a retroactive grace that's applied to Mary because she carried him and he God is outside of time so he can do all types of things. Um, and so... But this concept of being a born-again believer, obviously yesterday I talked about Kanye West's song, uh, Carnival, which I am still just, it's heartbreaking to me that so many people are listening to that song right now and enjoying it and bobbing to the beat or whatever it is that they do nowadays. Um, And just this whole idea that it's like, if you have fallen that far away, if you have come to the place where you are idolizing that kind of music and you think it's so wonderful and good and productive and and worthy of listening to, that it's never too late to change your mind. It is never too late to turn to God and ask him to make your soul white as snow. It's never too late to go back to confession. Every fallen away Catholic is just one confession away from being reconciled with the church. If you went through confirmation and you received the Eucharist and you truly have a contrite heart and you want to return to the Lord, you can just go to confession and you can be reconciled with the church right then and there. That is all that it takes. And priests welcome that. If you stepped into that confessional and said, you know, Father, forgive me, Father, for I've sinned. It has been 20 years since my last confession. His heart will leap for joy that you are there because he wants you to be born again. He wants you to renew your baptismal promise. He wants you to to be renewed in all of that. We all do. We want you to be a part of the body of Christ. We want you to, to be a member of this community mind, body, soul, spirit. And so if you're considering that today, if you are considering, desiring the Eucharist, if you are wanting to become more like Christ, if you're wanting for his body and blood to transform your life, seek your local parish today. Find the confession times. They're so easily accessible online. Right now is the perfect time to do it during Lent, approaching Easter, and just, and get back in good graces with the church and and see how the Lord can work through that. See how his graces can be instilled in your life so that you can seek after everything that he has for us, that he has left on earth for us to currently access because that is what he did is he brought his kingdom to earth so it is immediately accessible to any of us. God bless you. I hope you're having a good start to your week and I look forward to chatting with you again tomorrow. God bless.